Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom at United Queendom, we are huge fans of Fat Pigeon Art. The work by Sid Spencer is frankly fantastic, and the website is fatpigeon.uk. So he does digital prints, mugs, t-shirts, and so much more of your favourite drag queens or of celebrities or anyone you can think of from the UK and across the globe. They donate a percentage of all profits back to the LGBTQIA community in Brighton. And you our lovely listeners, can get a 10% discount using the code UQDM22 on all merchandise. Get involved, guys. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer, and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster, and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host... United United Queendom! The number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. Hello, possums. <laughs> Poss- Hello, possums. <laughs> I thought I could do a better Dame Edna than that. Let me try again. <laughs> Hello, possums. No, I can't do it. I'm, I'm going Hello, Mrs- possums. I'm going Mrs. Doubtfire. I forgot what she actually sounds like. Mm. Hello, possums. Oh, no, no, it's No, it's not, <laughs> it's not that. It's not that. That's like when she's quite Hello, sad about something. Poss- no, I can't do it. Um, Hello, possums. <laughs> God, we sound like we've completely lost our mind. And we have. Um, And we are. Can I just... So it's becoming tradition now every week to just do a quick roundup of what's going on, not on Down Under, before we get onto it. So I've just found out there is going to be an All Stars 7 reunion. Um, What? Yeah, but apparently it's not going to be made by Drag Race. So basically, because you know that a lot of queens have been pissed off with All Stars Seven. Basically, all the ones who didn't win, anyone who wasn't Jinx. You um, mean the? You mean the other? You mean the other four? The one that won in the final? Well, or everyone? No, everyone. I mean, I mean, well, they've had um, Trinity, Shay, Monet, um, the Vivian, um, have all kind of expressed some sort of um, unhappiness online. Yeah, we haven't really heard much from Jada. Or Raja, but Raja doesn't comment too much. Or no, just because she's classy. Yeah, well, because she's high and she's already forgotten everything that happened. Well, but, um, <laughs> she 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 feels like it was, she thinks it was just a dream anyway, just yeah. a, 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 a waking dream, a pipe dream, a crack pipe dream. Mm. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but apparently, because so many of them are unhappy about it, they wanted to do their own reunion where they can really spill the tea and be kind of. I don't understand what they're unhappy about. Well, it sounded like a lot of it was to do with the the queen's thought that Jinx was favoured, um, and I think especially given the lips, some of the lip sync results, I think a lot of the queens thought, oh, Jinx lost the lip sync, but they tried to edit it so that she won, she was favoured, she was going to win from the beginning, that kind of thing. So I think I assume Jinx is not going to take part in this reunion because I I feel like. That will not be well, benefit. But that's, but that's quite anti-Jinx though, isn't it? That's not really very fair, is it? Well, I think they're going to try and go about it in a way that's like, this. nothing against Jinx, we love her, we support her, we celebrate her, but... Um, I mean, a lot of fans are saying online, basically, all these queens didn't have a problem with it on their seasons when they were the ones who were favoured and given the good yeah, edit. Yeah, of course. But of now, course they didn't. <laughs> but now, so it kind of feels a bit... Um, I don't know, sour, sour grapes. grapes. Yeah, to complain about it now that you're the one. Especially on a season where they did all get made to look good. Like, no one really exactly. got a bad addict. Exactly. I'll have the, I'll have the sour grapes Kool-Aid, please. 
<laughs> ridiculous. I mean, that's like, I mean, it's also, it's, like, it's the winter season. They all got amazed. They all did amazingly. And also, like, RuPaul did this whole, um, um, statement after saying that the that it was the um viewers that were the winners also um it's been um commissioned for all stars eight because paramount plus said it was them um, said it broke um all records on the channel for the most watched season of any reality show they had so well that was another on. drama they said that on a post and they said in they added jinx in the post saying jinx's impact and then trinity commented on the post saying oh, uh, excuse me there were other queens oh. all of us other queens on that season it wasn't just jinx so trinity i think is the one who's really bitter and she's confirmed that they filmed a reunion of their own apparently they've done gonna, already apparently it's going to go out on sibling rivalry podcast uh bob and monet's podcast uh i assume as a not as a audio i think they'll do it audio and um uh probably b- on YouTube or something. Um, or maybe they'll put it behind so their... So bitchy boots. Especially not having Jinx there. It's like, it's not Jinx's fault, is well, it? Well, maybe Jinx will be in it. I'm just assuming that if... if I would have thought if the, their main gripe is that Jinx was favoured, Jinx got a good edit, and that they didn't get a good shot, I imagine Jinx as the winner, uh, who's like, obviously very on side with World of Wonder at the moment, and RuPaul, I don't think she'll want to take part in this, because this is really going to piss off the production, because they're going to be like... What are you doing? But I think the reason why we don't ever usually see anything like this is because usually a lot of the queens who don't win are wanting to be on the show again, so they have to mm, fall mm. in favour. These, and these queens will never be on it again. I That's think it these now. queens are never going to come on again. Although you still think stuff like um, Celebrity Drag Race, like there's opportunities to pop up there. So I, I'm still surprised. And, 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 and the drag cons as well and stuff like that. I mean, there's you know, you don't want to burn your bridges, surely. I mean, drag con, even Willem gets in drag con. So I think that, that no one ever really gets banned from that, apart from maybe Tyra Sanchez. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah I, I'll be very excited to watch it because, I mean, uh, Monet and Bob have been recapping All Star 7 now. It's over because uh, Monet wasn't allowed to recap it while she was on the season, but they've done a retrospective. And because Monet was there, she's given some good tea. So I would recommend listening to those recaps. She just did, They just did the Snatch Game one on their podcast uh, this week. And it was very, oh, okay. it was very, very good. So I've been getting into that. Um, have you been keeping up with Canada, Sam? Um, I have. I, I have. <laughs> so no. I feel, like, I feel like I've lost track, perhaps. Who, um... Who went out in the last one? Because I, I got, because because I just get. Oh. Well, it was yesterday. If you watched the most recent. Ones. No, no, I haven't. I haven't. No, I'm not. I'm not upset. Oh, I won't spoil it. Then it was there. Um, they did a. Oh, what the fuck was it? Now? Oh, the last thing I saw was their makeup game. makeup uh, commercial. Is what they did. Oh no, I haven't seen that. No, the last thing I the last thing I saw was um, yeah, was the snatch game because well, they did. Because they did quite badly, didn't they? I won't give any spoilers, but I will say on this most recent episode that you haven't seen of Canada, I think it's one of the strongest runways I've ever seen on normal Drag Race. Really? Yeah, there was a runway where almost everyone, apart from two people, were like really people who would get hit of the week. But it oh, was wow. Like, it was, yeah, I don't know why. They just, especially because they ha- I haven't thought that. I mean, Canada's runways have been all right, but nothing out of this world this season. But for some reason, this last week, they just... Some of them are up there with the best looks I've ever seen on the show. Oh, wow. I was just sad that Lady Boom Boom went, because I did like Lady Boom Boom. But, um, I'm sad that about last, that. That was, that was the last thing I'd seen. That was the last one I saw. But, you know, when you, when you fuck up Snatched to that extent, you can't, you, can't really, you can't really bemoan getting chucked off. Well, and we will be dealing with that on Down Under this week. So <laughs> yes, we will. What a Let's segue. Let's do it. Should we rate this episode? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it a... Um, 
a seven. Yeah, I will. I'll go seven. I could go. I could have gone lower, but I think the reason I'll go as high as seven is because there was a few bits of drama that were quite entertaining. But the actual yeah. snatch game, I thought was fucking shit, and I thought the lip sync was quite uncomfortable to watch as well. So yeah, well, I mean, I mean, we're obviously going to get that, but it was uncomfortable, and I mean, who knew that dressing creepy old Minnie Mini Goobra as a clown and then dancing around would be uncomfortable for the viewer? Who knew? <laughs> well, I mean, she kind of gives creepy off this whole episode. I mean, I do like exactly. Minnie, but this episode really, um, I'm kind of, we'll get there, but I'm glad she's gone in a way because it, her her manic energy was kind of um, making me mm. very uncomfortable. And I, and I know, it, and I, normally we don't mind manic energy, but because... Normally we are manic energy. Because, and because she's, because she's quite old as well. I mean, I'm not being ageist at all, but it's like, it's that and the fact that she's like, you know, quite almost spiteful or spiky, whatever. Like it's, um, there's just a whole, there's a whole vibe that just um, went a little bit, you know, over the edge this week. And I'm, you know, I'm, I was sort of glad to see the back of her because it was just a bit like, ooh, creepsville. You know, there's some friends who you can be having a, like a laugh with in the pub and then suddenly within a second they turn and the next thing they're like threatening to glass you. I've known some people um, like yeah, what? I know you know some people, and they're a bit older as well. So um, I'm getting mini, very, very the person who you're talking about, very Mini Cooper vibes. <laughs> oh, I thought it was being really subtle, then but you picked up on it straight away. So obviously, it wasn't being subtle. Um, but anyway, <laughs> but that's what Minnie's giving me, which is just like I think it's good that they're in a controlled environment with security and they're soberish because I, I feel like she could turn into a violent person. And they're um, they're speculating at the beginning of the episode that everyone who argues with Minnie goes home. So they're saying there's some sort of like Minnie curse. Mm. Um, but then Minnie's getting pissed off with Beverly, which to be fair, Beverly was quite two-faced here, wasn't she? She When she said on stage, mm. I loved working with Pomora and we'd already seen that she hadn't. And then now she confirms, actually, I'd found her tricky to work with. Um, but I uh, we have a very rare occasion on the podcast, which is... Uh, I made a note, a prediction that was correct, which was, we got a confessional saying, Hanaconda, I haven't had a win yet. And I put in my, down in my notes, Hanaconda's going to win the Snatch Game. And she did, she did. <laughs> and my broken cock is sometimes right twice a day. Yeah, yeah. Um, RuPaul does Robert De Niro in the Snatch Game video, which I did find quite funny. Oh, as, as I say, Robert De Niro. Everyone thought she hadn't taken her meds and was having a stroke. But no, it was definitely Robert De Niro. So we find out we're doing the Snatch Game. Now, obviously, Down Under has a lot of redemption to do because the first Snatch Game they did was... It was the only time that RuPaul has ever said this was absolutely terrible. I mean, she's done it since because she did it with season 14. But Down Under was the first one where it got like, they basically couldn't even do tops and bottoms. Um, it started off hopeful in the workroom and Spanky said she's going to do Dame Edna, who I've always had down as a character. Because Dame Edna says really rude stuff as well. And it's like, so that's basically what Snatch Game thrives on. Um, the only, the reason I thought Dame Edna hadn't been done so far is because the actor Barry Humphreys has said things that some people consider transphobic. And I wondered if... The controversy had kept... So I thought maybe the show wasn't letting them do it, but clearly that's not the case because she's been done now. Minnie Cooper, when they guessed uh, her wig, are you doing Mr. G? I, for a second, thought, oh, my God, brilliant. Already, we already thought she was like Mr. G. Now she's... That would have been the best choice for her to do. And then when she said Ellen, I thought she was joking. But she wasn't! And that, that was the closest she got to a joke. Um, but I think since Blair... 
Um, I think obviously there's been the whole scandal with Ellen and um, losing her show and the toxic workplace. So if they played into that, maybe it could have been funnier. But like, I don't think Rue would allow Ellen to be portrayed like that. Because I think they're kind of... Yeah. I don't know if they're friends, but I just imagine that they... Ellen's not someone she probably wants to piss off on the show. Oh, no, fuck no. <laughs> um, I mean, for years. I mean, I was reading the other day about, um, you know, obviously Anne Hesch has sadly died now. And apparently, Shocking. I know. the whole. I don't know if we talked about the original story when she had the car crash on the podcast. But, um, um, no, we didn't. But apparently a lot of... She credited her downfall in... Hollywood to Ellen because she said Ellen wouldn't allow her on her show and a lot of films wouldn't cast her because she couldn't promote the film on Ellen which at the time was like one of the main media rounds that you would do if you were promoting a big film yeah um so I don't know that was but it's super I mean it's super sad about Anne Hirsch anyway I mean like she um wasn't she drunk or something and then they oh god the report, and on cocaine the report oh the report was awful and she crashed into the house and then they, apparently there was um you know she was burning and writhing around in agony on the um on the on the um stretcher as they moved her away oh hideous yeah apparently she sat up but then she slipped into a coma which is a blessing because obviously then she won't have been feeling pain hopefully for her last i think i think she was basically on life support and then eventually they realized she had brain damage and then they there was no point in um, keeping her on life support, so they took her yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Um, but they, I think they kept her on a bit longer because she was a organ donor, so it was weird that she actually got declared dead before she was dead because they already knew that she was being taken off. And, I mean, I was a big fan of Anne Hesch because I loved um, Ali McBeal, and she was... Uh, in the fourth season, I believe, and she was a real. Was she? Oh yeah, she was. She had like she have short hair. She did, and Dame Edna was on that season as well. I, uh, yeah, she was. And she, um, Dame Edna didn't play Dame Edna. She played some woman called Claire, didn't she? Yeah, and it was actually um, not. It was when the show had lost popularity, but I was still hanging on for dear life. Um, yeah. Pro- <laughs> poor choice of words there, actually. And um, but I loved that her turn in that, and I also loved. There's a film that was a hit, but for some reason it just hasn't been. Um, remembered well in history. It was called Six Days, Seven Nights. Oh, I loved Six Days, Seven Nights. My mum loved it. It's a great film. I fucking... I loved it. It's her and Harrison Ford. And it was just, like, such an amazing film. And it was a hit. But for some reason, like, when she died, people... It wasn't one of the main things she was... Uh, noted for in her career but I was like I love that film it's just about them two being stranded on an island and it's really feel good and I just enjoyed it it's, it kind of I think it's kind of a wasn't it kind of a love story and she and I think people at the time were like oh well she's a lesbo so she can't she can't do a love a love story with um with Harrison Ford so um, and also Harrison Ford's too old and la di da da but then it was really but then you know that's what people were bitching about it before it actually came out but when it came out it was actually really good and really like like you said like really feel good really funny like proper good like caper like old school caper yes that's a good word for it but um, apparently, I didn't know this till Anne Hesch died, but she only ever went out with one woman, and that was Ellen. She was bisexual, and all her other partners were male. Well, so... she said, I don't think she, I don't think she even said she was bisexual. She said, I just, I just happened to fall in love with a woman that time. And do we even class Ellen as a woman? I don't know. Do we even class her as a human? <laughs> but um... yes, we do. Poor Ellen. I like Ellen. Well, I don't, but I do like Anne Hesch. <laughs> R.I.P. Anne Hesch, because that was a sad story. Mm. Um, mm. And also, sh- should we talk about Darius? Um, well, I mean, God, my my timeline on my Facebook was literally choco blocko because, um, you know, obviously when 
Because Darius is somebody who was around when we, when you know, when we were doing Shapers. Do you know what I mean? When we first started out doing Shapers. So, like, did you ever meet him? I never actually met him. I met, like, so many other people from X Factor and from the same year as him, etc. But I never... Oh, no, I did meet him once at a party, I think, but... You know, not enough to, um, I mean, sure. Not enough to crap on about it on Facebook like most people do. Ah, he was, we were the best of friends. You met him once, you fucker. <laughs> yeah, I just met him once as well. It was very brief, but he was very charming. Um, mm, he I, was. I, I found the, um, I found it annoying that after he died, and we don't know how he died yet. Sorry, by the way, for Australian listeners, you probably don't know who this is. This was someone who was uh, a big star from pop stars in this country and pop idol and then had a solo career and a number one single and then became a west end star but everyone focused he originally became famous for a cringy audition of um britney spears baby one more time and i felt like after he died that was like the main focus of like what he was famous for whereas i felt like he had surpassed that moment in his career and well he had he definitely he'd definitely gone um above and beyond because he was um you know, he married Natasha Henstridge, who was like a big star. Um, and also... Friends with Gerard know, a, Butler. Who knew? Yeah, friends with Gerard Butler. That's, I mean, like, obviously clearly really, really good friends because that post was really heartfelt. But also, um, also, yeah, he was, you know, he was a bona fide West End superstar. He had done loads. So, um, you know... And had a number one a, single a, with Colourblind, which um, I haven't seen where it charted today, but I was hoping it would go to number one, but I guess it hasn't. Let me check, actually. Check now. UK charts. You sing a song while I check this, Sam. Um. Oh, sing colour blind. You've forgotten how, how it goes. goes. <laughs> it's when I close my eyes, I'm colour blind. You make me colour. Oh, it's not in the top. How top. can how can when you close your eyes you be colour blind? You can it's, if if you're colour blind, you have to have your eyes open. Otherwise, they're just you're not seeing anything. That's nothing to do with it. That's something to do with him. And I also get mixed up between Darius colour. I I get I get mixed up between Darius colour blind and Will Young evergreen. Too many colours. Um, so what did you make of uh, Molly's choice to do? I don't even know who this person is. Awesome Peck? Uh, I know I know who Peck is. And actually, you should look him up because he is quite hot, actually. Um, he's like a mysterious sort of um, uh, country music star, but he's a, he's a big old gay. But um, he's sort of def- definite um, broke back mountain vibes, babes. Um, yeah, have a look. But he has this mask is on. Is he Australian? I uh, can't remember. He might be Australian or American. But it's really... Um, I think American, actually. But it's an, just a really odd choice. You can't just choose somebody because they're gay. It's a bit stupid. So, um, yeah, and Molly Poppins is actually quite funny. So, I mean, like, she could have she could have played any any number of trolls. So she should have actually... If she would have done a, um, a, um, an Oompa Loompa, that would have been perfect. <laughs> well, I don't know why they didn't do more Australian stars, especially because yeah. they're still in the quite early seasons. Um, picking, like, people that have already been done on the American version just seems a little bit lazy and speaking of that obviously we get hannah Condo choosing liza which i mean what do you think of her choice um uh, i mean how many times do we have to say liza um oh my god do you know what i rewatched this week the comeback have you seen that yeah of course i love it i forgot how horrible it is though <laughs> Yeah, it's awkward to watch. Isn't and it? really painful. Much and, like um, the Snatch Game. Yeah, yeah. But um, has somebody done Valerie Cherish on um, on Snatch Game? No, I mean, you'd have to do um, Lisa Kudrow, wouldn't you? And the, Actually, now I say it, I, de- definitely no one's done it on the American one, but maybe did someone do it on Canada or something? Or... I've got a vague, small bell going off. I mean, RuPaul loves the comeback so much that I think it would mm. be... You'd have to really be confident you're going to slay it if you're mm. going to do it. 
Um, well, I watched. I basically binge watched the first series and the second series, and the second. I mean, the second series is actually almost meta. It's amazing, isn't it? And uh, Lisa and Lisa Kudrow this week said that she wants to do a third season, but she's afraid of asking HBO in case they say no. But it's nine years after the second season next year, and um, the second season was nine years after the first season. Yeah, I saw the interview where she said that. Because um, it's never been a big hit. I think it's just been like the people who like it really like it. Mm. So it's probably not going to have... But I think it's one of those things where when things go away... I mean, like Catherine and Stacey, like when mm. it came back suddenly it had all these viewers because a lot of people have found it over the years, haven't mm. they? And well, then... like, like Shit's Creek sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. So I would like to see more of it. Um, but yeah, with the Liza thing, I think that... Um, I think if someone's been done a few times, then you have to be the person who does it best. Which oh, of I course. Think... There's no point lowering the bar. <laughs> What's the point in that? Yeah, and because Liza's been done well both times. Like, she's been done by Alexis Michelle, who won season nine with it, and then also by Scarlet Bobo. Who... And Jinx Monsoon. Oh, no, that was Judy Garland. Sorry. Well, Jinx does do Liza as well off the show, and Jinx almost did Liza um, on Snatch Game this year, so she's lucky that she didn't, because otherwise Hannah Condo, I think, either wouldn't have been allowed to do but it. Jinx, have... Jinx could have Jinx could have done anything though, because she was so favoured this season that she could have done, you know, she could have done a, a ah! she could she could have done a poo on a chair and still won. Save it for the reunion. <laughs> well, actually, Jinx's original idea, because I interviewed her years ago and said what would happen if there was an all winner season. And she said her plan was to do half of her face, Liza, half of her face, Judy. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe you're saying that. Yeah. And she said it in a few interviews, um, but obviously she didn't do that in the end. But that left it open for Hannah Conda to do her Liza, which I do think was uh, ended up being good enough to justify the decision. But at first I was a bit like eye roll, like another Liza. But also there was the Liza moment, was it this year or last year, at the Oscars, where she kind of forgot where she was. Oh, <laughs> what Lady Gaga wheeled her on. <laughs> And people were quite people. There was a weird story going around about that. Like they forced her to be in a wheelchair or something. She didn't want to be in a wheelchair. I think I think that came from her camp. And then they and then they um, showed a video of her and Lady Gaga in the cab first, and she was going, "Oh, I love you, Lady Gaga." And then um, obviously she they were trying to say, "See, she's fine." And then she didn't look fine at all. And then obviously you know yeah, they wheeled her on. No, yeah, I think that um, maybe Liza was not in a right state to be deciding whether or not she went on the Oscar stage, but they they wheeled her out regardless and thought, well, at least Lady Gaga was there to look after her. But I mean, uh, and yeah. at least Will and at least Will Smith didn't punch um, didn't punch Liza, which is nice. <laughs> I don't think her face could have taken it; it would have flown off. I, th- I when are the, one of those bloody men going to talk about this thing I think well, they've been teasing it for ages now I think Will Smith said he's going to do some sort of documentary about it and oh of course he is blah 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 unless it's about him being an abused husband I'm not interested it took so long for like everyone was talking about that non-stop for weeks weren't they it was like mm. it's very hard these days for a story to really gain, gain that traction but that one really did and I feel like we've never got a proper resolution to it but well we haven't but then they and then obviously he did his um, that video where he answered questions etc and he said that he'd reached out to Chris and, and everyone was like oh oh you know it's t- too little too late Will Smith but um, he said he'd reached out to Chris and Chris still wasn't ready to talk about it so it's not too little too late because it's not too late because I haven't spoken about it because Chris doesn't want you yet well, we saw him reach out to Chris, reach out and slap around the face, and that was the problem. Reach out and slap, slap his face. face. <laughs> oh, you've made the dog Every bark time now. you sing the dog. Oh, it was me. <laughs> um, what did you think of. Who, who was it who did Val Garland? Was it Bev? 
Um, oh, well, let me shut the door. Hang on a minute. Fucking dogs. I'm doing a podcast because the dogs not bark. <laughs> Did you not get that muzzle take I sent be- you? Take, take their beaks shut. This will be the last time with the dog, though, won't it? <sighs> Sorry, <laughs> too soon. I mean, fucking, fucking taking the piss. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten about. I'd forgotten about that. So yes, it is. Well, so I mean, you'll that's... be pleased. You'll be pleased about that. Do you know what? Um, oh, we've had it. I've had it. Fucking, we've had it. We've had it with the poor dog. She's had. She's got two um, lumps on her leg. This is quite. This is quite a funny story. To stop laughing. I mean, it's not a funny story. God, what's wrong with me? No, um, she's got these two lumps. She's got these two lumps on her leg. So we took her to the vet, and then the vet. Um, she had to do a biopsy and stuff. And basically, if. They, we only got the results yesterday, and if it had been, like, cancer, they were like, OK, we would have to take her leg off, but it's her one good leg, because, you know, she's got bad legs because of, um, of her breeding, so she'd have to be put down. Oh, well, thank God that hasn't happened. So, thank God that hasn't happened, but, like... And I mean, by the way, was... guys, that's not what I was referring to when I said this is the last time with the dog that I'd heard the dog was dying. <laughs> it's because Sam's not going to be living with the dog after this week. <laughs> so, yeah, no more, no more Ripley, um, Ripley uh, barking, whatever. Cameos. Cameos, yeah, that's what I meant Can to I say. Can I tell you about something I heard this morning? Mm, my My friend has just slept with a Vietnamese man, and the Vietnamese <laughs> man was telling him about um, how they eat dogs. This is from the guy. This is not oh me saying something offensive. And apparently what they do is they, um, the delicacy is the newborn puppy that's been a day old. So they breed the dog in their house to have puppies. Then they, when they have the puppies, they eat all the puppies apart from one. Then the puppy that, they spare a female becomes the new mum that they breed to have the next puppies and then they eat the mum. <laughs> Isn't that what fucking the, disgusting? What the fuck? Needless literally, to say, my friend is not seeing this guy again. I was literally just... I was, <laughs> I was literally just talking about how much I love my dog and you come up with that story. Um, but well, also... Honestly, I was shocked. I didn't know... Because when I was in South Korea, I saw things on the wall about dogs and I knew they ate dogs but I thought I didn't think it was fucking puppies I didn't think it was some cruelty. that is type. fucking revolting apparently baby it's pup- a de- delicacy oh I'm sure it is a delicacy but it's like um, apparently in South Korea they are phasing out um, uh, eating dogs because um, they like the dog having dogs as pets is getting more and more popular um, with younger people, etc. I'm assuming, like, from things like TikTok and Instagram, da, 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 as it goes, the, they've suddenly started to realise that it's really not a very good thing to do. Yeah, but, um, to be fair, when I was in South Korea and I say I saw signs on the wall, it, it was signs saying, do not eat them, not like, oh, get your free dog oh. meat here. <laughs> puppy claws, puppy claws, two for a, two for a dirham. No, that's, Slush um, puppies. <laughs> Slush puppies. But, but yeah, it's that, you, you put, they, put, they put puppy in a blender and that's, that's a slush puppy. Oh, it's just disgusting. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, in some ways, I think all eat, Eating meat is disgusting, even though I do it myself. But I know, like, I like suckling pig is a disgusting thing to eat. I mean, it is. What did you call me? What What is suckling pig? Is that newborn pig? Suckling pig is basically a, a pig that's a baby pig that's still suckling to its mama, so it's tiny. However, so I did. That me and my friends had today, I did find out something good because I was like, well, actually. The thought of eating lamb in a way is quite gross as well, but they said it is. But they're a year old. They get to a year old. 
Yeah, that's what I found out, that the, the, the lamb that we eat is actually the size of a sheep. It's not like the little lambs you see skipping around. So. Not like, not like, the, all that, yeah. Oh. Not like but, those but you Vietnamese get, puppies. Mm. <laughs> well, on that note, I'm going to have to stop you there and, and be sick as well. So that's, that's fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm right. sorry to everyone about that conversation. But, I mean, it did... It did happen organically, um, much much like the puppies. <laughs> oh, vile. Um, so, was it Beverly who did Val Garland from Glow Up? Yeah, so I really like Val. I've, I, do you watch Glow Up? I can't remember. I do. Yes, I do. I, I really like it. Ding dong, dolly, darling. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, do, I was sort of thinking, oh, that would be co- that's quite a good choice, actually. But um, it wasn't. <laughs> No, I don't really know where you could go with it. Uh, there's just Ding Dong and that's it. I, I, Rue was like, I know who that is, but he had a rival show, didn't he? Skin Wars. So he was like, you could see in his face, like, this one's not getting I know it. who that is. <laughs> yeah, she's the one on the better show. Um, yeah, I thought that was a poor choice. Uh, she did come up with a few... Well, we'll get to the performance. Um, but I did think Rue was shady to her when she was like, are you funny to your friends, Beverly? As in, like... You're not funny here, but... Do, your, you, do just, your friends think you're funny? I thought I thought about that, and I thought, yeah, our, our friends would say we were funny, wouldn't they? Well, yeah, obviously. That would be weird if they didn't. Who said <laughs> I, Who said we weren't? I want names. Um, I want names, names, names across the board. Well, I think everyone should be funny to their friends. If your friends don't find you funny, then what hope is there in this yeah, what is the Yeah, what is the point of you? Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, like, I guess sometimes, like, you have, like, a friend who is more, like down to earth, the person who you talk to about your problems or da 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 Or like somebody who's like, you know, when they do, when they are fun, you're, it's because you're out and you're all pissed or something, but you wouldn't necessarily consider them the funny one or a particularly funny person. No, but I, I, I don't think I would really be friends with someone if I didn't like their sense of humour in some capacity. Oh, of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, which is why I would not be friends with Queen Kong because I don't find her funny and that's why I was surprised that she wanted to do Nini Leaks because... I mean, we've seen on the show literally before a queen who didn't have a big personality, Peppermint, try and do Nene Lakes. And she's got a huge personality. So it's like, you're just setting yourself up for failure. So straight away I was mm. like, yeah, not a good choice. No. Like, Monet Exchange wanted to do, on all three of the seasons, she was on Drag Race, she almost did Nene Leaks. Each and um, every time. <laughs> never did it. But uh, Monet would have been able to do it well because she's got a big personality. Whereas Queen Kong, it's just... Mm. Queen wrong, her quiet, really. her, quiet, her quiet grace doesn't really work with, um, well, Snatch Game. No, it does not. Um, although although you, there was a bit of fire in her belly in this episode, though, wasn't there? Well, RuPaul told her she was stern, which she took, and then told her to have fun, and she said that she kind of took that to heart. But, I mean, I think she was kind of very favourably rescued later on by the edit, because I don't think she was good. Um, I mean, Minnie was got the impression she was going to be doing well because she made Rue laugh a lot in the work through with saying oh, yeah. she was yeah, Ellen's and, sister uh, Ellen, which... When it wasn't funny. Um, it wasn't funny, no. And really weird. And was just doing that. You know, she was really funny in this bit and, like, doing the eyes and then um, in the VT. It was it Hannah in the VT that said... Um, that's... Was it Hannah? Oh, Rue's laughing at everything she said. She didn't laugh at everything I said. Yeah, I think it was Hannah. She'll do that for, she'll do that for me. What about but, me? Um, I mean... I mean, what about me? What about me? What about me? But it was, um, yeah, I mean, but then this was, I mean, I'm surprised you didn't have a note about this saying like, you know, clearly too funny in workroom won't be funny on show day. <laughs> no, I did fall for this. I thought it was going to go well. Um, and obviously I was wrong. And then, mm. uh, and then that's when Minnie brought up the 
Pomora Beverly thing and Rue just said, get out of here, you disaster. And it was like, well, you didn't even get the, the joy of throwing her under the bus because RuPaul, you, you overestimated Rue's interest in the, the work romantics, really, didn't you? But also they don't really, yeah, I mean, Rue, I mean, they don't, when stuff happens in the workroom, they never really say anything to Rue about it. Like sometimes if someone's being particularly bitchy and it goes on for weeks and weeks and weeks, it might filter up to Rue and then she might say something on the, on the, on the runway or even in the workroom. But this wasn't, this wasn't that. So it was, it was very tattletale Back in season two, in one of the greatest episodes the show has ever seen, probably my favourite episode ever, actually, every single queen came forward and said Tyra Sanchez was a complete bitch. And <laughs> she was horrible, she was rude to them. And then not long after, RuPaul declared Tyra Sanchez the winner of that week's episode. So that shows how much Ru cares about how nice someone is behind the scenes. No, no shit's given. No, if anything, she probably admires it more. She's like, oh, she's a, she's a diva, she's a bitch. Um, oh, she's at my stride. So we get a little bit of a sob story. I didn't think it was one of the stronger ones, which Queen Kong was crying that her sister dropped out of school. Was that the gist of it? Uh, do you know what? It was actually quite sad if, you, if you'd bothered to listen I to it I did zone out a little um, bit, I'm afraid. So. Yeah. So, it, no, it was about how um, they had quite a large family, but... Um, so oh, boo-hoo, when, large family. No, when, <laughs> so when her sister was... Um, basically, her sister, they, they took her sister out of school and made her work with his mum in order to fund his life. I'm still not getting a gr- a massive sub story from that one. Well, the, it, well, the sister basically his sister had to give up her hopes and dreams in order for him to have his hopes and dreams. Well, she said, "I feel really guilty about that," and I was like, "Well, yeah, that, I think that's the appropriate response. Like, you've just made Cause your you, sister... well, because you, you've ruined your sister's life." <laughs> well, yeah, I, do, I I think it's nice for your family to support you, but I don't think she should have had to drop out of school just. To... <laughs> Just to... I mean, they're, they're, support, they're supporting your sister and they're literally sacrificing your own life. And um, yeah, I knew what would what the nice thing to have done, Kong, would be to say, no, thank you. You stay in school and we'll just we'll just make ends meet. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know. The not, not. Oh, my God, I feel so bad for you. Now scrub that up, please. and Give me your wages. Cheers. Yeah, I wouldn't be telling Queen Kong, oh, you shouldn't feel guilty about that. I'd be like, yeah, guilty sounds about right. I guess. Oh, no, oh, oh, I'd say, oh, no, guilty as charged Kong. That is appalling. And yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> she was like, she was like, every time I was laughing and having a good time, I suddenly thought, oh, I feel guilty. Too right. <laughs> but Minnie does not feel guilty about throwing Bev under the bus. They have it out in the workroom, and Bev calls it a and- low blow. Minnie's like, sorry, I was honest. And it's just, and as you, and as usual, Minnie makes it about her. Like, I'm sorry you made me say that. You know, yeah. that's how things work. You know, and I'm sorry you upset me. She always does that when anyone tells Minnie you've upset. She's like, well, you upset me by... by you've upset, upset me by, by being upset, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's fucking crazy. Um, so let's get to the Snatch Game. Raven's on it again. Uh, they wheel her out because she's there. Why not? Oh, she's yeah, quite good no, uh, no, no, no uh, guest stars this week. No, uh, Reese and Raven. Um, what did you... So Minnie's Ellen, I thought, was a car crash. Oh, I shouldn't say... Car, well, it was... Oh, I God. genuinely didn't mean to say that. Um, that's grim. Yeah. Um, yes, I did think it was a car crash in a coma. Uh, no <laughs> jokes. Um, um, I did think There were no jokes. Awful. And there were no jokes. And, um, yeah, She I just mean, kept like... saying, I'm Ellen. And when you have to keep emphatically reminding people who you and are. That's, and but that's also, no, that's, that's basically a takeoff of uh, Kate McKinnon doing Ellen on Saturday Night Live. She finishes every sentence with, I'm Ellen. Um, and it's, um, 
funny when she does it. <laughs> well, I mean, and at one point she just wrote cock and it was like, I know that Snatch Game innuendo usually works, but I mean, it didn't work. And obviously Ellen's most famous thing is being a lesbian, which is the first thing we said was like, why are you saying cock? Like, it just was awful. Um, Stupid and she fucked it out. Sozzers. Uh, Nini, uh, Queen Kong, I thought was also awful. Uh, they tried to edit in a few last for her, but really, this there was no Nini in this Nini. It was a no-no leaks. No, it was a no-no. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it was a Nini. It was a Nini, not a Nini. Yeah, and it didn't. It was not funny. Um, Yuri as Courtney Love again. I thought this was fine, but really, I mean, I love Courtney Love. I'm a huge fan. And did at one point did she forget what her name was? Um, I don't know, but I mean, that was the whole joke, as in like, and, um... No, but I don't think it was a joke, because then she laughed, like, broke character afterwards to say, oh, I forgot the name. She said, call me, I forget what she said, something. And then she said, why would we call you that? And she's like, oh, I forgot the name. <laughs> I missed that bit. I must have zoned out as well. Um, you know, I've met Courtney a few times. She was friends with my flat, my old flatmate. I would love to meet Courtney Love. I almost met her once at the Chateau Marmont. Second time I mentioned it today. Um, but yes. I missed her. It and... was, um, she's, so we went, she was doing a, um, a talk at Oxford University and um, me and my friend, because um, she was friends with her, she used to have a Grazia and obviously Courtney loved, loved being Grazia and they loved being, and they loved, it was a symbiotic relationship. Um, so we ended up going down to Oxford and uh, yeah, we like hung out with her, had drinks with her and stuff. And um, she's crazy. I mean, she looked fine, uh, but like she goes off on like rambling tangents. So like, you know, when you're talking, I don't know if you've had it, ever, ever had it before, but you know, when you're talking to somebody and you start to go inside your head and you lose the track of what they're saying, she was like, yes, babbling. I do actually. She was, <laughs> she was babbling <laughs> on. She was babbling on and on about something, and like, and I, and I just, I just forgot. And then I started to, started to get hot and sweaty, like, and like I was going to have a panic attack because I was like, oh my god, I don't know what she's talking about. She's, but she, apparently she does it all the time, and it's, and it's just you. It's like I think it's leftover from um, the drug abuse. Well, I think that I don't think the drug abuse ever ended with Courtney Love to take lesson. Um, but yeah, I love her music. Um, I've been to see Hole with my boyfriend, and by the way, I read a Twitter thread today saying. There should be a better word for partner for gay people because it sounds so shit. But boyfriend past a certain age sounds crap. And one of the suggestions was joy friend. Ugh, you think even uh, worse? I thought you were going to say something about a hole, hole friend, hole friend in my hole. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Val was shit. Um, she had that really long Elton John joke about a smoky eye. Uh, it was just too long and wasn't funny. No, no. I mean, she got she had the um, she had the magnifying glass and stuff, and you know you'd have to study her more and and like, and like suck out the funny bits of Val in order to make it a funny character a characterization, which you could do because she is slightly ridiculous. But um, yeah, like it's like what um, is it Greg? Cut. What's his name? Kyle. Who's the Reese? Red- Reese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kyle Reese is the guy from um, Terminator. Um, yeah, so um, he <laughs> says later on that you know the waiters, the waiters like because she's got ding dong is her um, is her catchphrase and she did it right at the end and never anywhere else, which was a stupid thing to do. But even saying someone's catchphrase isn't funny if you don't put a spin on it. Like just saying ding dong is not funny. Uh, so none of it was funny. Yeah, but she could have been like, she could have said ding dong about a cock or something, you know, or like somebody's yeah, dick. You know, she make it feel, make it ding donger, make it filthy. Do you know what I mean? Which is obviously what Drag Race is about. Ding so. doner kebab. Yeah, any of that. 
Um, so Liza, I mean, surprisingly, I don't Ding think Dong Louise. <laughs> Ding Dong Perignon. I think that's even worse than what she said. Um, <laughs> I think for, for a winning snatch game, I did think she deserved to win uh, with this Liza, but we didn't actually see a lot of it. So I don't know if there was that much content. Um, I did think the Sissy That Walk bit was funny. Um, yeah. And just the general impression was really good and really engaging. But she didn't... Um, she, you, compared to other Snatch Game winners, we didn't see a lot of her in this. So I wonder if she also received a bit of a favourable edit. Yeah, no, I agree. And I do, I do, I do like the fact that somebody said later on that she just sounded more like Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> yeah, very Candy Muse. Candy um, Muse! Orville Peck, the only bit I remember from this is when she showed her bottom, which for me justified her being in the bottom because that was not cute. But and also no lost, jokes. and also lost, yeah, lost, and lost the gist of who it even was, like by saying, oh, you know, now I like pussy or something. It just wasn't amusing. I didn't know who this was before the Snatch Game, and I'm none the wiser after. So. <laughs> um, but Dame Edna, I thought the really good thing about Dame Edna was the facial expressions. I thought mm. that was really selling it, because the voice, much like us at the top of the episode, yeah. was not accurate. <laughs> Although I think if I, wor- if I worked on a Dame Edna voice and studied some videos, I think it's quite Oh, yeah, you'd be able to, I think you'd be able to get it, because it is, you know, it is just high Australian, and, you know, it's, it's, don't forget, it's like a, you know, it's a, it's a fat old octogenarian that does it. So, I mean, you, you, you'd... You, if you couldn't do if you couldn't do an impression of Dame Edna, then you know what you're playing at, especially as a especially as a you know a, a quite large um, Aussie gentleman anyway, which is what obviously Barry Humphrey started off as. She's halfway there, basically. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, the jokes weren't amazing, but I thought it was a good solid snatch game, so I could see why she was in the top. Yeah. But I mean, she was lucky that it was such a weak snatch game in general. Um, so yeah, overall, I'd say it was worse than last year's because uh, last year worse had... than last year. Yeah, because Queen Elizabeth last year was really good, and no one was as good as um, the first as that one. And I thought everyone who was bad was just as bad, if not worse. <laughs> so yeah, they all do some impressions of each other in the workroom. I like the fact they use this as an opportunity to slag off Minnie. Sh- yeah, I mean that's that's what they're all waiting for. Um, <laughs> Uh, RuPaul's finally looking good on the runway, so they've beautiful. They've, I mean, it's I mean, figured I, out the lighting I, thing. I did expect her to um, bring out a um, like a big red apple out of her cloak, but other than that, it was fine. Yes, uh, what, Grandma, what lovely testicles you have! Yeah, that's um, it. all the better for teabagging you with. <laughs> um, so the runway category is Cirque du Soleil. Um, first up, we have Minnie, who's a clown on roller skates, who claims oh. she's the first person to roller skate. I hope she means on Down Under, because obviously, famously, there have been roller skates on the US version. And those aren't fucking roller skates. They're, they're Heelys, you idiot. Heelys? I don't even know what that is. That's when you've got wheels on the heels. <laughs> Hot wheels. Um, I give this a hit, and she actually looked really young and pretty in this, I thought. Oh, I thought she looked creepy AF. I was getting fucking Pennywise vibes. I was getting Pennywise vibes. Not, um, you know, not, not Bobo. No, no. Well, out of the three clowns, I thought she looked the least like Pennywise. The other two looked more. Yeah, but they, but looked way, was, they looked way better. I mean, that was just... She uh, was the worst of the clowns. But I thought this, more than any other time on the, in the show, in this season, this is where she did not look her age. She really could have passed for, like, mid-twenties, I thought. She looked so um, young. Well, maybe. She's just, it's just the manic facial expressions and the fact that, you know, it's, cra- you know, it's crazy mini under there. That's just all, just all a bit much for me. Well, I'll always associate this look with with the lip sync that follows, which was very creepy and awful. But um, we had Queen Kong coming out as a bearded woman. Um, I didn't like this. I give Minnie a hit, by the way. Did you give it a hit or a shit? 
I shouldn't even need notes for this. Shit, it says. <laughs> I didn't Shit. like it. I didn't like it. Um, but, like, saying about the roller skates when it was, in fact, Heelys, it got on my nerves. And um, people were in here. I mean, my nieces, have, they had Heelys, but they've grown out of them. Bear in mind, they're 10 and 12. Um, so just seeing Minnie dress as a clown with children's shoes on just turned my stomach. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I had a similar reaction to Queen Kong. I didn't like the I love this. It's got my hit of the week. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, you must be... With the merkin and the pubes and the big coat and... Oh, no. I, it I was just it very... Shit. It was very different. Um, and I was... And I, plus, I saw The Great Showman again the other day. And so I'm sort of into my bearded ladies right now. <laughs> well, that is a very good film. I went to see uh, The Woman Who Sings Never Enough the other week. Sing it never enough! Never, never! Oh my God, I stood up. So I'd, I'd had a few to drink. We were watching it on screen on the green in Wellington City. Um, and um, yeah, there's... The, <laughs> oh, this guy, bless him. Um, he works... I think he must work in PR. He's a gay guy. And um, he messaged me on Instagram and it was like, he was like, we've got a special VIP area if you want to come and... You know, it's like a five-minute walk from my house. So we watched... Um, we watched... Yeah, great showman. And I stood up from from my deck chair and sung at the top of my voice, Never Enough. And um, some and my sister and David and the people who I was with were all beyond mortified. And they kept asking me to stop <laughs> and I didn't stop. But there's a big family behind us who were like, yay, yay. So I was like, I'm doing it for you, not for them. So, yeah. There was no matter that. how much attention you give Sam Dowler, it's never enough. It's never, never enough. Never, never. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Um, well, how was she, how was she? And because she was on um, she was on Brit's Got Talent, wasn't she? She was. I mean, I went to the toilet and she started singing Never Enough because it was halfway through the show. I assumed she was saving it till the no! end. No, so you didn't. You yeah, it was very good. <laughs> well, what else did she sing? Yeah, she sang a few things. It was a short set, and uh, I don't think anyone wanted it to be any longer. But yeah, she was good. She's got a good voice. Where was it? It was in um, somewhere near London Bridge. I forget the name of the place. Like a tiny little. Was it a PR um, thing, or did you specifically want to go? Yeah, it was a PR thing. Oh, so okay. I interviewed her, so they gave oh, me tickets. So yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. and I thought I was going to get like free drinks and stuff, which I did not. So um, that's annoying, isn't it? Well, we got free popcorn at, at at Screen on the Green, but um, no drinks. Which they all threw at you during your performance. Which they threw at me during my performance, but I did go and get a um ten ten San Miguel's for nine pounds from Sainsbury's next door. So it wasn't a it wasn't a great loss. Well, and there are new sponsors, San Miguel, and and Sam's changing his name to Sam <laughs> Sam Miguel. <laughs> uh, what did you think of Spanky's mime look? Um, yeah, I quite, um, oh, hang on, no, sorry, I need to put my note. Her legs are covered. Yeah, the legs are covered, and I didn't really agree with the judges on this. I I thought it was just a, a shiny suit, so I didn't really think it was that exciting. Uh, yeah, I thought the judges had been way lenient. Way! Again, I thought it was good for her, but I gave it my shit of the week, because even being good for her is still quite bad. Yeah, it wasn't my shit of the week, though. I gave a shit also to Yuri. I didn't really like this whole burlesque thing. I didn't like the tattoos. I didn't like the corset. I didn't like the performance. Mm, I mm. just didn't like it. No, I didn't like it either. I thought it was quite shit as well. I can't... Did I, was it my shit of the week? No. It you gave your shit of the week to uh, Minnie. Did you? No, I didn't. I just said it was creepy and didn't like it. Oh, um... Beverly, even though Beverly looked good, I gave her shit just because I thought, I again, I feel like she just had this dress and then added the whip to try and make it fit the theme. And, and also, and also the whip sound was put on in post-production because if you saw the size of the whip, it would never have made that noise. Yeah. Oh. So uh, that annoyed me. I'm sorry. Um, Molly, she does a cotton candy clown. This was my hit um, of the week. 
I, I really liked this. I give it a hit. Um, and you know, there's a theory about people who dress as clowns on Drag Race end up winning. A lot of the previous winners did a clown look for their runway, and there's like a, mm. a theory that if you do that, you end up winning. Yeah. Well, not 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 if you not if you're Minnie Cooper. But I also liked I liked the fact that she had the trans colours on there, and uh, I thought her makeup was beautiful as well. So yeah, I thought it was lovely. Her and Hannah both did amazing, amazing makeup this week. I did think Hannah's was stronger, so I gave her Harlequin clown look my hit of the week. Oh. But they were both- they were both really good, though. They were both really good. Oh, so Hannah really was your hit of the week. Yeah, in both the performance and the runway. So Yeah, you're a true winner. And not just because I predicted it at the beginning of the episode. Um, <laughs> so there's one queen safe, and it's Queen Kong, which I personally... I mean, I don't think she should have been bottom two, but I don't think she should have been far off. Um, so Yuri and Spanky were high. Um, Beverly explains that she did the blacked out tooth because she was trying to be British, which is massively shade. We don't all have bad teeth, just most of us. And also rude. And also Val doesn't have that. So, I mean, that's a real stretch. I don't know what, I don't know why she'd think that would even work or make any sense when it did neither. Yeah, stupid bitch. Um, <laughs> so, there was a really weird moment when, um, well, first of all, Bev says she thought that Hannah was cheating and, and untucked by doing Liza, but they kind of skimmed over that uh, just because she's been done before. And then Beverly said she's a good lip syncer and Queen Kong says, well, it doesn't mean you're a superstar. I'm a superstar. Google me. And I was like, where did that come from? That was, was really, like, well, that's, that's what I mean. She got a bit of fire in her belly and then she went, she went well, you weren't the first two weeks because you're in the bottom two. <laughs> that was funny. It was just a really weird argument. They all felt like they were bickering for no reason. And then Minnie starts crying and apologises to Bev for what she said before. And it's like, Minnie, you always end up crying and apologising. Why don't you just stop saying the thing in the first place? Yeah, I, um, think, I feel like, like Minnie sort of fell apart the seams in this episode, I have to say. She did. Even Rue said in deliberations, uh, she dreaded every time she had to go to Minnie in the Snatch Game. Oh, and she's never said that before about anyone in that's the history what, of the show. That's so. what I thought. Like it did stick. That did stick out to me like a sore thumb. And then, and then obviously she dreaded. She said she dreaded even going to the Snatch Game. And then Minnie comes out in children's shoes and a clown outfit, acting like a freak. I mean, it, the, her her card was marked. I know Minnie was like my favourite, and then as as this episode went on, it just became it was a bit like horror stories. Yes. <laughs> Um, so who would you, who would have been your picks to win and to be in the bottom? I actually really, I mean, if it wasn't for Spanky's, um, shiny suit, which, I mean, which was all right, but, um, I actually enjoyed her the most this episode. Uh, I thought her, um, I thought her day med, no, I mean, it wasn't amazing. She could have done better, but it was, it was, it was still good. And, um, much as I like, I liked Hannah's Liza, I've, you know, I've seen it before and I've seen it done better. Well, I actually agree with everything the judges did um, in terms of I agree with giving Hannah the win and I agree with Minnie and Bev for the bottom. So Hannah wins and they say, you've won a cash prize. And then they don't say the amount. So I feel like that's how they're getting around this now. Because, you know, they used to not give, um, they used to sometimes not give the prizes afterwards. I feel like. Now they're just saying, you've won a cash prize, then they can give them a fiver and they've not technically... And you've won a cash prize, but also this is the BBC, so that might be why they're not saying the amount. Um, can I just say, I already told you, Sam, but I won my first ever pub quiz this week in Brighton. Oh, and they... congratulations. What was the brand of wine you won? Uh, it was Malbec. But they said at the beginning we were playing for £100, and then when we won, they said, right, here are the keys, and there were four different keys, and you had to try it on the box, and if you got the right one, you got the £100. And I was like, well, you didn't fucking tell us this before. You just said it was £100. That is a so real, I... that's a real swizz, that is. I know, and I didn't pick the right key, which I, they could have been doing sleight of hand, so you never pick the right key. 
And also, um, you've, also, you've done the grunt work of winning the fucking quiz. That's the hardest part. And then it's just guesswork at the end. I mean, the pride, the pride of winning was good. And there was just two of us. And some of the teams were like of seven people. So it was really, really smug. And, so, and three times in the quiz, we put down the right answer, crossed it out and put the wrong answer. No, so, so really, you could have won bigger. But um, did, you, did, you, did, bigger. You, um, did you look at your phone, though? No, of course not. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, I definitely would have got them all right if I'd looked at my phone. Yeah, good boy. Um, so Hannah wins, uh, spanking Yuri is safe. Um, and then we've got the queens who were bi- arguing this episode, Minnie and Bev go head to head. And they get, surprisingly, a non-Australian song. They get a Lady Gaga song, Dance in the Dark. And a, and a, and a weird song to choose as well. Well, I mean, it's, I wouldn't think it was weird if it was on the American one, because this was a song that... Um, even though it was never a single that people really loved. It was like the height of Gaga's fame. I remember the one, it was Alejandro that came out when everyone wanted this one, but Lady Gaga insisted on Alejandro. Mm. And she performed this, Dance in the Dark, at the Brits that year. I remember it. I wasn't at the Brits, but she did it as a tribute to um, Alexander McQueen. It was just after like telephone. It was like she was on top of the world. And yeah, so it's a, it was strange to have this. She's on, on top of the telephone. <laughs> Stop telephoning me <laughs> to have this um, song on Down Under. So I don't know if they've already run out of Australian hits. <laughs> no, they done Olivia Newton John and she's or, freshly dead. Or, or Danny Minogue or. Um, Did um, they not do Danny yet? That's or Del- or Delta Goodrum or. Um, <gasps> oh my know. god! Yeah, exactly. I always remember when I lived in Australia that, like, I mean. Like pink is massive in Australia, and so she is, is uh, yeah. like garbage also massive. So um, I expect some of those coming along. I do love garbage, which is why I love Spanky's runways. No, I'm joking. Um, right. So what did you what did you make of this lip sync? So this one, no, it was just horrible. Um, I didn't I didn't mind. I like I initially quite liked what Minnie was doing, but then she was too involved in what Bev was doing, and then she just kept going up and down on those wheelies and um I was just getting real growth. Have you seen um have you seen Return to Oz? No. One of my favourite films of all time. There are these things in it called the wheelers, right? And they um they basically have they, they have <laughs> wheels for arms and legs and they're really horrible looking and um she was just giving me wheeler vibes and it was um unpleasant. I'm gonna send you a picture of a wheeler and you'll it know what really I mean. It was really annoying actually. It was it was really quite scary actually. So um I didn't <laughs> I, really, I, really, I just really, really wasn't into it. Um, so, yeah, no thanks, Minnie. You can drive away. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a good song to play up the comedy to anyway, but she was just really trying to pull focus. It was desperate. It was cringy. You could actually see Reese looking at her cringing throughout it. And um, Bev was giving the drama of the song. Mm. And, um, yeah, I, I think it was obvious that she deserved to win. And But then when she got announced as the winner... <laughs> uh, this is my favourite bit of the whole show, Minnie... Just won't have it. <laughs> she was so shocked. She went, "Oh wow!" <laughs> oh, where, what? Oh, because because she seems to think that when she does these crazy wacky things, that everyone just laps it up. Because they probably lap it up, you know, when they're fucking three sheets the Drunk. three sheets the wind throwing throwing you know dollary doos at her in Australia, and like you know when they're all you know they're all drunk and high and whatever like and they think you know her being creepy is actually amusement but um it weren't here honey and it it, it backfired and then so she just couldn't but oh wow <laughs> and then wouldn't let it go even at the end no then she was like should we do the real bit now and send beverly home on the way out and it's like no it's you 
bitter, bitter Betty. Um, but uh, Beverly got to tell her before she left, oh, Minnie Cooper's a fucking legend and RuPaul called her a superstar. So she got her little moment. Well, it'd be but, pretty I disingenuous mean... not to do that at the end. Uh, Minnie, thanks for coming. We wish we hadn't cast you. You're a quite creepy and you know and I, I mean, you're wheelie creepy and I've got, you've got you've got a sort of a you know a, a like a a child catcher kitty fiddler vibe about you and i'm you know and i'm not really into it okay <laughs> um next week they're going to be doing i think it's like a girl group challenge they're going to be doing the track buzz and buddies so we'll see if it ever tops uk hun a breakup bye bye our uk uh, we really set the bar for those, but um, no one else has ever managed. But maybe mm-hmm. next week they will. Probably not, because this season is kind of um, falling apart at the seams. But we, <laughs> we're still enjoying recapping it. And until next week, bye, cunts. Bye, cunts. Bye, cunts. Let's get fucked. Click, 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 click.